0: my soul and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, for he is the one that healeth thee from all of our diseases. He's the one that forgives all of our iniquities. He's the one that protects us from destruction, for God is merciful. He is gracious and slow to anger, for he has not Given to us what we should have, for God is so good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. So, oh, magnify the Lord with me today. Let us exalt his name together, for the Lord is good. In the Lord good? Just by the fact that we're here this morning is a testament to how good God has been to us. So we wanna welcome you this morning to the Tabernacle of Praise. We want you just to give us a shout out this morning, just wave at us, let us know that you're watching, wherever you're watching from, we want you to start a watch party, share this good news of salvation, share a link and save a life this morning. God is so good we know that we live in some perilous times today. As you look at the news, you see the the earthquakes, the, the famine, the pestilence, you see the fires, you see the hurricanes, you see the civil and social unrest going on all over this world. You see wickedness in high places. If ever there was a time we needed the Lord before we sure do need him now. I'm so glad God said, if my people, who were called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. He said, then will I hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins and heal their land. Our land is healing today. I'm so glad Sister Janice Gray is gonna lead us to the throne of grace this morning.
1: May we bow for prayer. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful that you have brought us safely through another week to this beautiful Sabbath day. And Lord, even though the weather is getting cooler, we know that we always have the warmth of your love. We are grateful for our communication department, Karen and Andre, for keeping us connected throughout this pandemic. And we pray that you will remind us to stay connected with each other, God, to lift each other up and to encourage and support each other. We thank you for all the blessings that you rain down in abundance in our lives, every moment of every day. And God, we have had the privilege of worshiping from our homes all these months while we know that there are those who live in shelters, live in their cars, live on the streets who don't have the conference we have. And so help us to remember how blessed we are and to share those blessings whenever we have an opportunity. Lord, we know that the greatest blessing we have is the gift of your son. He came to this sin-sick world to save our sin-sick souls, and I pray that we will honor him by accepting that gift of salvation. Please forgive us for our sins and cleanse us from all that dishonors you, Lord, and help us to remember the commitment we made as Christians to have your mind and your character and to engage in loving acts of service, even in the midst of a pandemic. We pray, God, that you will bring comfort and peace to those who've lost loved ones, We pray that you will give strength and rest to those who are caregivers. We ask that you will be in the midst of strange relationships, that you will bring about understanding and reconciliation. And for those in challenging situations, we ask that you will give wisdom and direction. And for each of us, God, we pray that you will increase our faith and our trust in you. Lord, we ask now that the Holy Spirit will guide the words and thoughts of our pastor as he brings a message of hope to us. You know our brokenness, you know our weaknesses, you know our needs, and we pray that our hearts and our minds will be in harmony with you as you minister to us now. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
2: Amen, good morning church family, Elder Carol here with your stewardship nugget. Last week we were blessed with a video that talked about a young man who was caught up in a flood and he refused to let go of his bicycle to be saved. People tried to grab him, he tried to hold on to other objects, but he refused to let go of that bicycle, and it ended up costing him his life. The video then asked the question, what is your bicycle? In terms of stewardship, family, what's your stewardship bicycle? Are you still holding on to all of your time and refusing to give any time to God's work? Are you refusing to use your talents for the Lord? Maybe you're refusing to Treat your body as a temple of the Holy Spirit and all that you do whatsoever it may be eating or drinking to do all to the glory of God. Or maybe your bicycle is not returning a faithful tithe and offering. Family, let go of that bicycle. You know, Jesus is getting ready to return to this earth and he's coming for a prepared people. He's coming for those who keep the commandments of God and have the faith and testimony of Jesus Christ. Is that you Jesus is soon to return. Let us remember he's given us the privilege to be his stewards here on earth. Let us be faithful stewards. Let us be honest stewards. Let us be upright stewards and generous stewards. Do all to the glory of God. Let go of that bicycle. Save your life through accepting Christ and be faithful as he is faithful in all that you do. We ask that you will continue to return a faithful tithe and offering you can return it on the cash app, that's dollar sign T-O-P giving. You can also return it to Adventistgiving.org and just search for Tabernacle Praise Church, Spanish Lake, Missouri. And then also you can mail it in to our treasurer, Sister Teresa Harris. Let's continue to be faithful to God even during this pandemic, family. Be blessed and bless others. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Elder Carol, for those encouraging words of faithfulness. God has been so faithful to us, and we want to continue to reciprocate that faithfulness back to Him. Our pastor is geared up and he is ready to go. I know he's happy that his wife Melody is back home after visiting the grandbaby, the grandson, and I know that he has a special word for us today. So pull yourself up to the table to get ready to dine on this spiritual buffet that we're about to receive. After our special music given to us by Songbird Sister Beverly Stuart Anderson, the next voice you will hear will be that of our pastor, Pastor Jonathan Fields. Hear ye him.
3: And again. Thank you so much, Sister Beverly. Such breathtaking ministry and song, my Lord. Thank you so much, Sister Beverly. God, to God be the glory. Amen. That is a very powerful message and song that we just received uh, from our songbird, Sister Beverly. Um, we thank you so much for that ministry and music, breathtaking, breathtaking, to God be the glory. It is indeed an honor and a privilege to be amongst you um, on this beautiful morning. It is indeed an honor to be amongst, amen, such esteemed people, those that are joining in via Facebook, be it YouTube, um, be it um, the other platforms that we have out. Um, We thank you So much on Roku. We thank you so much uh, for spending this time with us on this beautiful, beautiful Sabbath morning. It is indeed an awesome, awesome day. Happy, happy Sabbath. And I don't say that as a cliche, I don't say that as um, just the thing to do, but this is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice. And be glad in it. Amen. And so we just want to say thank you for joining in with us on this beautiful Sabbath morning. Also, I just want to just send a birthday shout out to all of those that are celebrating birthdays as well as anniversaries um, this month or this week. Um, Happy birthday to you. Happy anniversary to you. This is just an awesome, awesome time in the name of the Lord. These are Uh, difficult times, I must say. Um, These are trying times, but if the truth be told, um, we had trying times in 2019. There were some trying times in 2018. Let's be honest. There were some moments in 2017 that we probably didn't think we were going to make it through. Uh, Maybe you could go to 2016. I don't know. Uh, Maybe 2015. But these are some perilous times that we're in, but to God be the glory for he is still on the throne. Again, my name is Pastor Fields. I'm so excited to be the pastor of the Tabernacle of Praise here in St. Louis, Uh, Missouri. It's just a beautiful, beautiful um, experience that we're having here, even in the midst of COVID. Come on somebody that we're still able to celebrate We're still able to be excited about what God is doing and and what God is about to do. We are still able to hold our hands up, hold our heads up, and still be able to proclaim that God is a good God. And so we're excited to be here. We want to thank you for joining in with us, and and, and we're just so blessed and so privileged um, in the name of the Lord. If you have your Bibles with you, we do want to make a a transition over to the Word of God this morning. Um, um, We want to just jump right into God's Word and and just share what God has has prepared for us this morning in the book of 1 Kings, amen, in the book of 1 Kings, we do want to um, draw your attention there, Uh, 1 Kings chapter 18, if you have your Bibles with you or your iPad or or your iphone or your or whatever device you may be using if you can just join with me as we look at first kings chapter 18 and we're going to look at verse 41 through 46 amen Uh, first kings chapter 18 and i'll read it um, in your hearing here it says then elijah said to ahab go up eat and drink for there is the sound of abundance of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and drink and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel that he bowed, then he bowed down on the ground and put his face between his knees and said to his servant, go up now, look toward the sea. So he went up and looked and said, there is nothing. Somebody say nothing. There is nothing and seven times he said, go again. Then it came to pass the seventh time that he said, there is a cloud as small as a man's hand rising out of the sea. So he said, go up, say to Ahab, prepare your chariot and go down before the rain stops you now it happened in the meantime that the sky became black with clouds and wind and wind and there was a heavy rain so Ahab rode away and went to Jezreel then the then the hand of the lord came upon Elijah and he girded up his loins and ran ahead of Ahab to the entrance of jezreel today we just want to spend a little time um, on this topic of right then amen hey that right there thank you so much that right there we want to spend a little time on the topic that right there let us pray father god again we thank you so much for what you are doing Um, thank you so much for what you have done and and we just give you praise honor and glory we invite your holy spirit to be upon us even now thank you so much for this privilege in jesus name we pray let the people of god say amen and amen again got a little choked up there i won't give me one second amen i try to take care of those needs before we go live but for some odd reason my tongue got caught come on somebody my tongue got caught not that right there, that right there. You know this passage, of uh, the book of Elijah, um, chapter eighteen is actually connected to chapter nineteen. They actually go hand in hand. Elijah, the prophet, um, this man of God, this 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 warrior um, of the Lord, Amen. Uh, uh, chapter eighteen, uh, chapter nineteen, uh, pretty much goes hand in hand. Um, in chapter eighteen, we see Elijah. On the road, um, Elijah is uh, 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 means uh, uh, meets uh, on the um, and he talks with his fellow um, um, about the Lord. He talks with different leaders about the Lord on the road, and then we can see um, Elijah moves from the road to the to the um, top of a mountain. Uh, where there on the top of that mountain, um, he challenges Ahab and his eight hundred and fifty plus uh, 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 prophets, if you will. Uh, there's a challenge that takes place on the top of that mountain. And then uh, we move along um, and, and to chapter 19, uh, uh, where we see Elijah under a tree. And there's a series of things that take place as Elijah now moves under a tree. And then we see Elijah moves from the tree to a cave. Elijah is now in a cave. And then we see Elijah alongside a field. Uh, 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 and so there are a series of um, of um, of um, things that is taking place here uh, uh, in Elijah uh, chapter, I mean in First Kings chapter eighteen and nineteen, dealing with Elijah and some very serious events that are taking place. But we're not going to deal with all of that today. But I do want to encourage you to come back on next week on next week uh, where we'll be dealing with a three-part series, Amen, uh, uh, entitled "The Panic Room." The panic woman. We'll be coming from um, the same book, the same uh, uh, uh first Kings, but we're gonna deal with chapter 19. Amen. And man, there'll be a there's gonna be a three-part series uh, uh, called The Panic Room. And I want to encourage you, my brothers and sisters, you want to be here for that. You want to tell your friends, you want to tell your family, you want to tell a foe, amen. You want to get the word out, let them know that we'll be in the book of First Kings, chapter 19, on next week, where we'll be dealing with a three-part series entitled The Panic Room, and so I encourage you to be here, but today we want to bag up a little bit and go to chapter 18, where we'll be dealing with some very important passage, I mean, uh, moments that took place in this passage uh, of the moment that took place. You know, a moment is serious. It's nothing more than a period in time, a moment, a period in time. And as we go through this, I want to just have you let this run around in your mind. What have you done with the moments that God has given you? What have you done with the moments that God has given you? Uh, uh, Of that moment right there. As we look at this passage, we see here that Elijah says to Ahab, he first of all gives him this command to go up, eat, and drink. For there is the sound of abundance of rain. Now keep in mind, my brothers and sisters, Elijah had just finished having doing warfare, amen, with the prophets, amen. Uh, he, he just finished doing battle with the prophets of Baal, amen. Uh, 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 you know you know how the story goes. Now just go back. Uh, a, a few a few clicks, and just read how Elijah, uh, 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 you know, charged the prophets of Baal uh, uh, to build this here altar and, and to put water on it and to have them pray to their God and ask them to pray that your God will send fire down, uh, and, and, and you know how the story goes, they doused it with water, they prayed, they um, cut themselves, they did all those things, and nothing happened, and Elijah, Elijah, uh, began to taunt them he began to ask them series of questions like uh, uh, uh maybe he sleep. Uh, uh, uh maybe you need to scream a little bit louder maybe maybe he, he's on vacation I, I, I don't know because it seemed like from from sign up to noon, for what the text tells us, Uh, from morning even till noon. Amen. They began to scream. They began to pray. They began to cry out. They began to call on their God and nothing happened. And it wasn't that even when Elijah said, you know what? Let me show you how to do this thing. Let Let me show you my God. And so Elijah got on his knees, Elijah began to pray, Elijah called on the name of the Lord, and the Bible tells me that fire came down, and not only did it come down, but the Bible said it licked up the water, it just licked it up, amen, to the point to where now Elijah has now summoned the death of all of the prophets. And you would have thought that out of all of that work that Elijah had done, that it would have taken some time off. But no, we jump right over to chapter 18, and we see now that Elijah is still busy at work. Now, I want to just put a pen right there because I want us to understand that ministry is, first of all, not about us. Amen? Amen. Oh, I'm, th- I'm trying to help you this morning. I'm going to try to gonna try to help you this morning. Uh, a ministry is not about us. When you're doing a work for the Lord, then it's not about you. But see, the problem that we have in, 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 in this day and time, let's just be honest. Let's just be clear. I just got to come at you like this because I want to help you into the kingdom. Come on, somebody. That what we do in the day and time that we live in, that we have made ministry about us. Mm, yeah, let that marinate. Let that just sit there for a minute. Because we don't we don't move like God will have us to move if it, if, it, if it has to be the right time. And I'm not talking about the right time for God. It has to be the right time for us. I I, I don't know. Let me check my schedule. Amen. Let me see if I am available. I mean, I mean, what what is it? What what will I get out of this? My brothers and sisters, this is not a time for us to fall asleep at the wheel, but this is a time for us to be diligent in our walk with the Lord and understand as we look at the passage that Elijah rode from one event right to another. This is not a time for us to take time off from ministry. But this is a time for us to continue to keep our foot on the gas and plow the enemy over because, see, while you sleep, he don't sleep. While you rest, he don't rest. While we take time off, he never takes time off, for he's always seeking whom, whom he may be able to devour. He never sleeps. He's always on the prowl. He's always trying to lullaby us to sleep. And my brothers and sisters, the truth of the matter is, we have fallen victim to that very hypothesis that the enemy is out to take us out, and we are giving him the keys to our lives. Elijah rolls right into another phase of ministry. He didn't stop with just the, uh, showing off uh, the fact that God is the supreme God, but He remind, he's reminded that there is something else still going on. You see, my brothers and sisters, sometimes we can get so caught up in our victories where we fail to realize that there is still a pressing issue that is plaguing our land. While Elijah's victory over uh, Baal was, 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 on, was on paramount, he didn't forget that there was a plague in the land, that there was a dr- Drought in the land he did not forget that there have not had any rain in several days several months that, that there have been a drought in the land and so elijah now moves from one phase of ministry to another phase of ministry and he tells the ahab he says to ahab go up eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. My brothers and sisters, let me just let me just uh, just jump right on in here. Let me just let, let me just i um, lay it plain. Let me just go ahead and lay the foundation, because you know how the story goes. Uh, 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 Elijah tells Ahab to go on up there and eat. I need you to go ahead, and while Elijah was telling Ahab to go ahead and celebrate, go ahead and eat, go ahead and drink, Ahab. Ahab went up to eat and drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel. Then he bowed down. Come on, somebody. While Ahab went up to eat, Elijah went up, and he stayed in the mindset of prayer. He stayed in the mindset of staying in communion with God. Ahab went to go eat, and yes, Elijah sent him up there to eat. I said, go ahead and eat. you have to keep in mind my brothers and sisters that just because Ahab went to go eat or sometimes we go and we have to go and replenish our physical body we have to be careful that we don't get so comfortable in uh, replenishing our bodies that we forget that there is more ministry that needs to be done. Yes, I'm about ministry. This passage here simply lays out the very fundamentals of ministry, that you keep it moving, that there is no delay. There should be no lagging. There should be no time out in ministry, but you keep it moving. Even if one has to take a moment to replenish, somebody has to keep the ministry moving. Understand me, my brothers and sisters. Ahab went up to eat. And so he says to his servant, keep, keep, look, check it out. He says to his servant, he says to his servant, he said, go up now. You missed that moment. That was that moment right there. There were several moments. Go up and eat. Go up and now, he says, and look towards the sea. There was a moment there. There was a moment there uh, uh, when Elijah had spoke to Ahab, sent him up to eat. He told Elijah, I mean, Elijah, he goes down, uh, goes up to the top, I'm sorry, and he begins to pray. So while Ahab went up, Elijah went up, and then the servant go up. Everybody's on their way up. But 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 follow me out of the three that were going up only one of them saw the vision. Only one of them saw the vision. Elijah tells him, tells the servant to go up. I need you to go up and I need you to look out over the sea. He didn't even tell him what to look for. Notice what the passage said. He didn't tell him what to look for. He didn't he, he didn't say I need you to lift. He says, Go up. I need you to go up and I need you to just look. And that servant went up. He looked, and this is what the servant reported. The servant says, There is nothing. You know. I have to just be clear. There, I, I visit. I visit a. I visited. Should I say? Forgive me, Lord. I visited a church one time. A, a friend of mine, a pastor. Um, that uh, and, and, and um, beautiful church, wonderful church. And um, and when I walked in, I was just so captivated. Uh, by what I saw, I mean just beautiful—the purple, the way the layout, across the, the different banners. I mean, just a beautiful, beautiful uh, 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 church. And then he tells—he then the, uh, my uh, friend tells me—he says before it didn't look like this. He said this was a the old Kodak building. Uh, 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 this building right here was just a big open space. He said when you walked in, he said when you walked in here, he said you had to have a vision because it looked there was there was no way you could look at what you see right now and then look at what it looked like back then to be able to say oh i see it my brothers and sisters, what i'm saying is, is that you know sometimes people aren't they're not gonna see what you see i'm gonna let that marinate that they're not gonna be able to see what god has shown you They're not going to be able to understand. That's why we have to be careful when we let people into our vision, when we let people into our space, because everybody's not going to understand what you see. Elijah told the servant to go up. You see, Elijah saw something. Elijah, after he had told Ahab to go up and eat and and, and drink, Elijah went up. And when he told the servant to go up, he went up in prayer. He went up in prayer. Elijah was on his knees in prayer. When he told when he told the servant to go up, he spoke to the servant from a position of prayer. Go up and look. I just need you to go up and look. That's all I'm asking you to do. Just go up and look. And the text says, so he went up and he looked and said, there is nothing. There is nothing. So Elijah returned, return tells the servant, I need to go back again. Seven times he had to go back. Seven times, which is, of course, we know is the number of completion. Seven times he went back to see what was it that Elijah was referring to. And it was on the seventh time that the servant came back and reported, I see something now. Oh, that moment right there. That was a moment right there. It was that moment right there. You know, there are several moments that come our way. There are several moments that we are presented with that we miss out on because we're not in tune with the the Lord. Oh, yeah. The truth of the matter is there are several opportunities that God has placed before us day in and day out, not just to draw us closer to him, but to use us to draw other people closer to him. But we can't draw other people close to god because we're not being drawn close to god Mm, that's a word That moment right there when you look around and you see a situation and God is moving you to step in, but you don't seize that moment. All through the day, there are moments that are missed. There are opportunities that we miss to do the will of the Lord because either we are fearful, either we are afraid, either we're unsure, or maybe we're just not comfortable with our walk with the Lord where we're not sure if it's the Lord speaking or not. Now, I want to be clear That you make sure that you know it is the Lord that is speaking to you, hallelujah. That you understand and know that it is God that is nudging you to move forward. Because we do have a lot of individuals that move on their own accord. This is about ministry, my brothers and sisters. This is about moving towards a place where God can show us exactly what it is that he's calling us to do. The servant went up. The servant reported back that he now sees something. He comes and he says, now it happened that in the meantime that the sky became black with the clouds and the wind, and and, and Elijah saw it, he saw it before it even took place, and the servant, now he sees it, you know, I'm so thankful, and I'm so glad, hallelujah, that God is not the kind of God that passed judgment on us, even in our weakness, God understands us better than we understand ourselves. Now, I have to be clear and even back up because I do want you to understand and know that there will be a judgment, hallelujah. Oh, yes, there will be a day of reckoning. There will be a day where you have to give an account of the moment that you spent or lost. There will be a day where you have to give an account for the ideas and the and and, and the times missed. There are that there, there will be a day. Where well, you have to give an account, my brothers and sisters. Let's make no mistake about it. While God may overlook some things today, but there, but and while God, while we may feel that God may be bypassing some things right now, because you still have breath in your body, let me make it abundantly clear, my brothers and sisters, you reap what you sow. You have to give an account of the good, the bad, as well as the ugly. That nothing will go undone. Your thoughts will be Check Your mind will be checked. The things you watch will be checked. Those things will be checked. You will have to give an account of the things that you say, the things that you do, the gossiping. You have to give an account. Hallelujah. You reap what you sow. You sow good seed, you reap good seed. You sow bad seeds, you will reap bad seeds. You will reap what you sow. Elijah tells this prophet, I need you to go. He comes back. He reports. He says, now prepare your chariot. He says, I need you to do this. Verse 44. Then it came to pass that the seventh time that he had a, 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 um, rising out of the east. So he said, go up, say to Ahab, prepare your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. I need, you to do, I need you to understand me on this one right here. See, Ahab was up in a place, he was eating, he's, he's um, drinking, he's fellowship. He had entered into a place of, of relaxation, if you will. How do I know? Because the text goes on to say that Elijah uh, had to, he, he jumped up, girded himself, and the Bible says that he ran past the chair. You know, there are times that God is calling us to move quick. There would be a time when God called us to move quick. You know, I have to tell my girls when they were younger, and I still I haven't reminded them in this in a while, but when they were younger, I used to instill in them, I said, you know what, you have to move on the first, on the on the on the from the first call. Uh, 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 I, I've heard it said that that slow obedience is no obedience. Come on, somebody. Slow obedience is no obedience. Amen. You have to be ready to move at a moment's notice. There are times, my brothers and sisters, I just want to make it very clear where God is going to call us to have to move and you're not going to have time to go back and take care of some stuff. There are those right now that are facing situations where they wish they had time to go back. Elijah said, I need you to go and tell Ahab to prepare his chariot, go prepare his chariot, go down uh, because the rain is coming and I need you to move before the rain gets here. Don't wait until the rain comes, my brothers and sisters, because then it will be too late. And I see the cloud, I see the rain, I see the cloud, the size of a man's hand, it's approaching, it's coming, and my brothers and sisters, we're still thumbing around, we're still hanging around, and we still feel as though we have time. Why? Because like I said earlier, we have made it about us. Not about God and not about ministry and not about doing what God has called us to do. There is something over the horizon. You may not see it right now, but there is something over the horizon and it is fastly approaching us. Just look at the signs of the time. Just look at what's going on around us ought to be encouraging enough to let you know that we don't have much time. Those moments those moments right there, that even as I spoke, I've been speaking this here message and and and, and, and sharing uh, this message, those moments, what have we been doing? What are we even doing now uh, while this message is being presented to you right now, the moment that we are allowing to just go past us, the moments that we're allowing to just slip through our fingers, what are we doing with the moments that God has given us? Elijah have to uh, jump up. The Bible says in verse in verse forty five. Now it happened that in the meantime that the sky became black with the cloud and wind, and, and the Bible says, and there was a heavy rain. So Ahab rode away and went to Jezreel. But check it out. Uh, then the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah, and he burned up his uh, he burned up his loins and ran ahead of of Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. In other words, what I'm seeing here, my brothers and sisters, what we have to understand is is that although uh, Ahab was on his way, he wasn't moving fast enough. This was a call of urgency. This was a call of right now, that moment right there, that moment right there where God is calling you to turn it all over to him, that moment right there where God is telling you to surrender it all over to him, that moment right there that we continue to pass by kick to the other side, that moment right there where God is claiming or calling us to come on up a little bit higher, that moment right there that we cease to miss out on, and God have to now move on, the prophet, to go ahead and let them know that the rain is coming, that the rain is coming. As a matter of fact, the rain is here. Hallelujah. I remember when I was a child, Indianapolis, Indiana, and I remember, Standing on the curved side of our house as I looked across the street and watched as it rained just a few feet away from me. And I'm not talking about it rained for like, a it rained for about four or five minutes as I stood there on the dry side and actually watched the rain make a straight line. I was able to actually see the rain right in front of me as I stood on the other side. The rain is coming. Matter of fact, the rain is here. Uh, 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 there are a lot of droplets all around of this corona that we're experiencing. This is raining, my brothers and sisters. It's raining right now. It's raining a pandemic right now all over the land. It's raining. It's raining all kinds of diseases. It's raining right now. The rain is here. And the Bible is, and Elijah is saying, we need to get ahead of it. God is trying to get us as a people to get in front of this so that we're not caught in the rain. I don't know about you. I don't want to be caught in the rain. I need my umbrella of the Holy Ghost to shower me, to cover me, to protect me from the rain. We're not called to be fearful. We're called to be faithful. And while I stress that and speak that and claim that and believe that, I, we don't want to be foolish either. But we have to be faithful and trusting when we can't trace him. There is a rain coming. There is rain coming. Hallelujah. There is a day of reckoning coming. There is a moment in time where there will be no more. And I want to be ready to receive him when he comes. This is a very solemn message, my brothers and sisters, to prepare yourselves for the rain, the rain of the latter rain, the rain of Christ that will come. And sweep this land away. I wanna be ready. I don't know about you, but I wanna be ready. Father God, again, we thank you so much for the rain. We thank you so much, Father, for giving us this opportunity to prepare ourselves for the rain. We thank you, Father, for not leaving us. And even after we didn't see it the first time, Father, you sent us back again. We ask that you will help us even now. On this year, your Sabbath day, to see things clearly and prepare us even now for that which is to come. And we will be ever so mindful to give you the praise, you the honor, and you the
0: glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you and have a happy Sabbath. Amen. Praise the Lord, Pastor. What a beautiful, powerful sermon. Ministry is not about us, it's about God. Even though we're in timeout during this pandemic, God says we got to keep moving forward. We can't be spectators. We got to be engaged in ministry. Don't miss opportunities to be used by God. We need to be proactively spreading the good news of salvation so that that promise of God said, he that shall come will come and he shall not tarry. I want to be ready when he comes. Thank you, Pastor once again, for that powerful message. the saints, we just have a couple of announcements. Uh, Our our, uh, training for disciple class will be this evening at 2.30, led out by Elder uh, Lee Carroll. We're still studying out of the book, Last Day Events. And uh, we're on chapter 20, uh, entitled The Inheritance of the Saints. Praise the Lord. And also on... On every Wednesday, we want you to tune in at 7 o'clock for our Power Hour. The Lord is moving, and those are perfect opportunities to share the good news, to encourage somebody just to come midweek and spend a time in prayer and testimony, to get strength, to continue to be faithful. So until next week, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you and give you peace. Amen. Man.